0: Number 9, 2 Corinthians chapter number 9, we'll try to give you what's on our heart for the service tonight, been trying to pray about what the Lord would have for us to do and have for us to say tonight and today he brought this scripture to my heart, very familiar passage of scripture that we'll read in you're here and I just want to read one verse and uh, then try our best by the help of God knowing that if he doesn't help us then there'll be no help for us tonight but I want to try by his help to be a help to you and a blessing to you that's my heart's desire is that he might meet with us for a few moments tonight and we might leave bettered by being together in his presence and in his house tonight 2 Corinthians chapter 9, let's stand together if you would please, out of reverence and honor to the reading of the Word of God. Again, I just want to read one verse, and that will be the last verse of 2 Corinthians chapter number 9, verse number 15, a very short verse, but very much to be said about this verse and to our hearts from the Word of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 15, the Bible said, Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. I'm interested tonight if God would help me on this unspeakable gift. I thought about here we are in the Christmas season. And uh, this season is often characterized by a season of giving. Seems like everybody gets in the giving spirit around this time of year. Here in the scripture, the Apostle Paul is writing to the church at Corinth. And he
1: is admonishing them and uh, uh, commending them for their giving. Matter of fact, that we know and understand that the church at Corinth was the most carnal church that Paul had to deal with, and he wrote more to this church than he did to any other church that he was called to write to. He dealt with a lot of problems, and we've been looking at that in the Sunday school there, and it's been a help and a blessing from 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and and chapter 2, and we understand that there was division among the church at Corinth. And there are other issues that Paul had to deal with in the first letter, and there are other troubles and issues that he's going to have to deal with even in the second letter. But he gets down to chapter number 9 of Second Corinthians, and he tells them in verse number 1 that it is superfluous, or it is above measure unnecessary for him to write to them concerning ministering or giving or helping of the saints or the brethren or the people of God for Paul has seen and not only has Paul's seen it, but he tells them in this chapter that he has boasted and bragged about their giving and their spirit of giving to other churches and told other churches that they would do well if they would be as the church at Corinth. Cor- Corinth, the church here is not the only church uh, that Paul has boasted and bragged about, uh, about their giving and so Paul uh, deals in this chapter with giving, that is the context uh, of giving not that Paul is uh, browbeating them or trying to get them to give uh, but Paul commends them and uh, exhorts them to continue in the spirit of giving uh, they already are doing and he tells them that there is a reward, there is a blessing of God upon a church and upon a people who will give to the ministry and the work of the local church and so Paul deals with them and then he gets down to verse number 15 and the context does not change, he is still talking about giving he is still dealing with the Corinthian church and exhorting them and admonishing them to continue in their spirit of giving and he gets down to verse number 15 and what better way to sum up this chapter of giving and exhorting and commanding the people of God that are giving and he says these words, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. And I began to study in that and God began to deal with my heart today. And I got to thinking about that word unspeakable. The word unspeakable means that it's indescribable. It means that it is beyond what words are able to tell. It literally means to fail or to be able to find words that will qualify to describe whatever it is that someone is trying to describe. And so Paul said God you have given You have reached out You have ministered grace You have ministered help And aid to other brethren To other churches To the people of God To me In my ministry And Paul says But at the end of it all We must ultimately Give thanks unto God For his unspeakable gift A gift I can't find words Paul said to describe unto you. For Paul is telling them that God is our ultimate example of what it means to be a giver. Because he spoke about giving sparingly. He said, If you give sparingly, if you sow sparingly, you'll reap sparingly. But if you give abundantly, then you'll reap abundantly. He goes on to say, For every man not to give grudgingly or of necessity, not that it's forced not that it's just a duty or an obligation but he said purpose it in your heart give it from your heart and do it as a cheerful giver he said God is our ultimate example of what being a giver is all about I thought about what Paul said in Romans chapter 8 and verse number 32 he said but God who spared not his own son now Paul said don't give sparingly God didn't give sparingly when he gave us his son he said but he delivered him up for us all and if he was willing to do that shall he not with him freely give us all things does it not delight God to give to his people and uh, so therefore don't delight his people uh, to give back to him. And when we give to the church, uh, we are giving to God. Uh, when we give to help our brother or our sister in need, uh, the reality is uh, uh, that we're giving back to God. And so God's our example. And he gave
0: an unspeakable gift. Oh, what truth in the word of God. I began to think about here in this scripture, these unspeakable gifts. Now there's a lot of debate about
1: what this gift is. I didn't think there was much debate about it. It till I started. I felt compelled to read after some men and some uh, say that it's the gift of grace. Some uh, say that it's the gift of the Spirit of God. Some uh, would say that it is the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Uh, but I think it's all wrapped up in one. And really if we study the Scriptures and let the Bible uh, speak for itself there are three main gifts uh, that the Bible said God has given us uh, and every one of them is unspeakable. It is beyond explanation, beyond uh, words to describe. And I began to look in the word of God. uh, And I thought about number one, uh, an unspeakable gift from God, uh, is that he gave us his son. Uh, What a blessing. I mean, here we are, uh, and we're coming up to this Christmas time. uh, And I thought a lot about what Brother Hobson preached on Sunday night about Emmanuel, uh, God with us. uh, And that God gave his son. John said here in his love Not that we love God But that he loved us And gave his son To be the propitiation For our sin He was the gift of God That day in Bethlehem Judea When the stars in heaven aligned And shone down on that baby Born of a virgin Laid in a manger wrapped in swaddling clothes The angel of God came to shepherds They hadn't heard from God in 400 years But he said I bring you tidings Of great joy which shall be to All people For unto you is born this day In the city of David a Savior Which is Christ the Lord He said he's born to you He is given to you He is the gift of God to you Jesus that day At the well Talking with that woman When she said you're a Jew How is it you ask drink of me and speak to me the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans Jesus replied was this if you knew the gift of God and who it was that said, asked of you to give him drink what was Jesus saying he was saying if you knew who I was you would ask of me and I would give you living water because he was the gift of God and thanks be unto God tonight for his unspeakable gift Oh yeah. Can you describe Him tonight? Can you find words that are fitting to describe the gift of God that He gave us in His Son?
0: Oh no the English language doesn't have enough letters. I thought about that song. I don't know who wrote it but they got it right.
1: They said how many sermons can be preached about this Jesus? How many songs can be sung about God's Son? There are not enough words, not enough notes in the music to tell the story of all my Savior's done. Paul got it right when he said thanks be unto God for His unspeakable gift of the gift that was given to us in his son but I'm glad with the gift of his son came other unspeakable gifts see the son was the source and is the source of all unspeakable gifts but by the gift of his son he gave us the gift of salvation and it is a gift Ephesians chapter 2 said By grace are you saved through faith And that not of yourself It is the gift of God Not of works Lest any man should boast The Bible goes on In other scriptures To tell us that it is the gift of God Romans chapter 6 And verse 23 Said the wages of sin is death But the gift of God is eternal life how Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank God tonight for the unspeakable gift of not only of His Son but being saved through His Son. I mean, can you really find words to describe what it was for hell to move out and heaven to move in? Can you really find words sufficient to tell how the Lord translated you out of darkness and brought you in the kingdom of His dear Son? Can you really, I thought what Paul said in Ephesians and it's a chapter of before and after. He said there was a time when you walked out the course of this world after the rudiments of your flesh, fulfilled the desires of your flesh. You did what you wanted to do. Your will served sin and Satan. But he said but now ye who are sometimes far off are now made nigh by the blood of Christ. He said there's been a change if any man be in Christ he's a new creature all things are passed away behold all things are become new and thank God tonight for the unspeakable gift of salvation oh I'm glad the reality is when you got born again I've thought and pondered a lot some of you were there last Monday night at Sullen's Branch when brother Larry preached about our spirit and about it being made alive toward God Oh, can you really describe how God can take a dead man and breathe life into you? Paul said, Ye who are sometimes dead in trespasses and sins, you have he quickened and made alive in Christ. I thought about old Lazarus that day when he got called out of the grave. I guarantee when they came by and said, Lazarus, what happened to you? He probably stammered and stuttered to try to find the word sufficient to tell what happened. All he could say is, I was dead, but I'm alive now. And there are many times I understand being led by the Spirit of God and told what to say in the Holy Ghost but our vocabulary is very limited to express what a joy it is to be saved by grace thank God tonight for his
0: unspeakable gift there's a whole lot of religious people who want to tailor you and tailor your
1: talk and get you to say things that they want you to say I thought about that old boy that was blind from birth and his disciples. The Lord wanted to know who's seeing This man or his parents. And the Lord said, Neither, but this is manifested for the glory of God. And he made his eyes open. And that religious crowd came much like they do in our day. And they say, We want you to say this. And we want you to go here. And we want you to talk like this and walk like this and testify to this and they got to putting all these weights and all these things on this man and he said hang on just a minute he said I don't know about all the things you're saying I don't know if he's a sinner I don't know if he's a prophet I don't know what he is but he said one thing I do know I was blind but now I see I'm telling you there ain't words to describe the unspeakable gift of salvation but I'm glad for the day as old John Newton wrote, I once was blind, but now I see. I'm glad for God's amazing grace and the unspeakable gift it is to be saved
0: through his son. See the reality is without his son, we'd never be saved. Oh yeah. That's right. And once the son came and through the son brought salvation
1: and after we were saved He gave us another gift according to the Word of God. And that's not just the gift of His Son. Thank God for that. It's not just the gift of salvation. Thank God for that. But the Bible speaks that He gave us the gift of His Spirit.
0: He put it inside us. Oh yeah. In Acts chapter 2. The Lord had told them how to tarry till
1: they be endued with power from on high. And in Acts chapter 2, it said the gift of the Spirit came. And when Peter stood and preached to the men, they said, preached in their hearts, what must we do? He said, repent and be baptized every one of you for the remission of sins, and God shall give you the gift of His Spirit. There was a time there was a man, a Simon, a sorcerer, and he thought he could pay the disciples money to get the Holy Ghost and they said your money pairs with you for you think that the gift of God can be bought with a price there's not a price to be hung on the gift of his son there's not a price to be put on the gift of salvation and there's not a price tag big enough for the spirit of God but I say thank God tonight for the unspeakable gift of the spirit of
0: God Oh yeah. About six times I think if I counted correctly. In the book of Acts they refer to the Spirit as the gift of God. I'm glad He's a gift. See you can't earn a gift... You can't make enough money to get a gift of your own. If you buy it for yourself, it becomes a purchase and a possession. It ceases to be a gift. You can't earn a gift. You can't buy a gift.
1: It has to be given unto you. You cannot earn your way and have a part or a place with his son, but thank God that he freely gives it unto us. He freely gave him. God so loved the world. We think about that and we don't think much about it at Christmas time but I'm telling you as Brother Hobson said that scripture about Emmanuel not just at Christmas but John 3.16 ties right in that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that night in Bethlehem when that baby was born and wrapped in swaddling clothes God had already given his son he was as good as dead on the cross in the tomb as good as alive and ascended back but I got bigger News than that and better news than that Oh, uh, said uh, before God said good morning to Adam in the garden of Eden uh, it was already in the mind of God uh, that he had given his son uh, John said he was a lamb slain uh, before the foundation of the world uh, before God laid the mud seals of this earth Calvary it uh, was already in the plan and on the mind of God
0: Amen. That's right. his gift and then the Lord, I just was praying today and asking the Lord what He wanted me to say and knowing that I couldn't do anything without Him. And I'm glad to be reminded of that. But I thought, Lord, what do You want me to say? What do You want me to tell the people that come tonight? And I was sitting there thinking about this time of year and I'm not going to get real calling on filled to give this illustration, but I thought how many of our children and I got four and I've seen them do it every year. I mean, uh, grandma and grandpa or uh, mom and dad, or aunts and uncles will buy them uh, the best and the newest and the latest uh, gadget
1: or gizmo or toy and they open it up and there's a little bit of excitement. Uh, but you give it a week or two uh, or a month or two when one button falls off here and another button falls off there and when it don't shine like it did when it's uh, brand new in the box uh, or the batteries start getting a little weak. They don't even like it enough. They do want to change the batteries. They want something new. But I'm telling you, God got to leap it up and down in my heart. And I know, thank God, I've been given a gift that won't wear out. It don't get old. The new don't never wear off. I know sometimes our flesh is affected. But deep down on the inside, what I have tonight is as new and fresh as it was that January night over 16 years ago when he saved me. And burnt me in the family of God. I'm glad I got something that can't be outdated. And there won't be a better one come out tomorrow. But I'm glad I've got an unspeakable gift. It was unspeakable then. It's unspeakable now. And in eternity to come. The gift will always be unspeakable. Thank God
0: tonight for his gift. Amen. Amen. I thought about and I'm not I'm not being mean and petty. I'm just telling you how fleshy he is. As parents are, I'm going to speak for myself. I'll say as the father, I want to be able to, to give my girls the thing that'll excite them the most. But I've had, and I'm not, I'm not being mean or being selfish. I'm just telling you, that's the, I want them to know that I've worked hard
1: to try to give good to them and I think it's good. There's nothing wrong with wanting to give good to your children but I've watched them open presents at our house on Christmas morning and hoop and holler and run around with a smile on their face and it lasts about an hour until we go to grandma's house and them open something down there that's bigger or better than what mom and daddy bought them and what I bought didn't have a smile on their face anymore because they found something better. I'm going to tell you, since January the 2nd, 2006, I ain't never found nothing better. One writer wrote, there ain't nothing better than him. The world's trying to throw a lot of things my way. Some of them had a lot of glitter on the paper. Some of them had a big shiny bow. But I'm going to tell you tonight, Ain't nothing better than he. Oh, there ain't nothing brighter than he. Oh, there ain't nothing bigger than he. I'm glad tonight for his unspeakable gift. Good yeah,
0: good. I thought about and I'm done. Everything is in in. The way things operate, everything's coming. They call it, it's coming round, coming back in style. It's cycling. And I thought about all these things that are on the shelves. was on the shelves when I was a little boy. And everybody's wanting these things that are old and they look new. But they ain't the genuine article. They're just a remake. They're just a redo of the first thing that came around. Now, I'm going to tell you, we're living in a religious day and in a church age where they're making a whole lot of redos and remakes. But I'm going to tell you, if you've ever had a hold of the real thing, them remakes and redos, you'll spot them every time. They don't shine like He does.
1: They don't twinkle in your eye like He does. They don't bring joy and excitement in your heart like He does. One writer wrote, I was born in the fire and the smoke won't do. There's a whole lot of people dwelling in a coffin and a gagging on the smoke of religion. But I'm glad deep down in my heart, there's a fire of salvation and it
0: is the gift of God. I say thanks be unto God tonight for His unspeakable gift. And I'm not up here tonight telling you that there's anything wrong giving your children gifts and wanting to see smiles on their faces. I love it. You won't find nobody probably that likes it any more than I do. But I'm going to tell you what, there's a gift that I got on bended knee. And I can't give it to them, but I want them to know that He still is good denied as it was the day he moved in. And it still is real tonight.
1: As the day he delivered my soul from the damned walls of hell and set my feet on the solid rock, and pulled me up out of that pit. I want them to know there ain't, I don't want to just tell them. I want to show them there's nothing, no nothing in this world that can ever compare
0: to the gift of God. That's why I want to say tonight, and I'm done to you and I. I'm young and I know I feel kind of unqualified, but I know the calling that's on me and the responsibility and the position God's put me in. And I want to tell you other parents here tonight and grandparents alike, if you've got a baby, a little boy, a little girl, whatever, it don't matter if they're two months old or 22 years old, you ought to show them the unspeakable gift of God and let them know there's not just tell them around the dinner that's wonderful
1: you ought to not just tell them not just preach to them not just beat it in them but I'm going to tell you you ought to show them on Monday that it's as real as it is on Sunday and it ought to be real enough on Sunday that it'll get you up out of the bed and get you to the house of God and get you here on Sunday night and get you here on Wednesday night even when your body's tired and you worked hard all week I'm going to tell you there's something
0: inside me wants to go to the house of God. That's right. Thank God tonight for his unspeakable gift. The gift of his son. Yeah. The gift of salvation. And the gift of his spirit. Oh, yeah. I'm glad it's not grown old. I thought we sing that song, or it's in the book that we'll never grow old. Thank God we're going to a land where we'll never grow old. But I'm going to tell you, I can sing tonight in my soul, He never grows old. I'm glad. I understand the storms of life come and we hit bottom at times. But I'm glad that unspeakable gift is still down in my soul. And He's still working tonight just like He was from day one. And I'm glad tonight to know He can work for my children and for your children and for our church. Just like He always has for everybody else. I'm glad tonight for His unspeakable gift. Lord, I thank You tonight for the privilege and the opportunity it's been to be in Your house with Your people. I appreciate, Lord, the Word of God how You directed my heart today. My thoughts, Lord, that You allowed me to think on and put in my heart and my mind. Lord, the feeling I got down inside today about the unspeakable gift that You've given. I want to thank You, Lord, tonight for Your Son. I want to thank You, Lord, tonight that I'm saved. Thank You, Lord, tonight for the Spirit of God that You put down inside of me. Lord, there are not words enough for me to thank You. There are not words enough for me to describe to this people, Lord, about Your unspeakable gift. But Lord, if they ever become acquainted, if they ever become a recipient, if they ever get the gift given unto them, they'll understand about Your unspeakable gift. Help us, Lord, to make much of You in these days that our children and grandchildren and others would come in contact with, Lord, we want what we have. That unspeakable gift that's still being given. I thank You, Lord, tonight for it. Thank You for this time and for these people. Bless them, I pray, for their efforts and their faithfulness. Bless those who are not able to be with us tonight. Whatever situation circumstances come their way to prevent them from being in the house of God. Would you give them grace, Lord, to get through and overcome? Lord, in the next appointed time as we gather together, would they have victory in their heart because of what you've done for them? Thank you again tonight for your goodness. I love you tonight, Lord, and thank you for loving me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.